Hello and welcome to the Permission to Eat podcast. I'm your host, Libby Parker, registered dietitian and coach for those wanting to have a life beyond an eating disorder. If you're looking for a no-nonsense pep talk with a dose of science and probably a few theater references, you're in the right place. Let's jump right into today's episode. It's so great to have you back here with me for another episode of the podcast. And as you may have noticed, my podcast episodes are a little off the cuff. I tend to not work with a lot of notes or scripts written out for these, uh, which is kind of the opposite of my YouTube channel. If you haven't checked that out yet, not your average nutritionist on YouTube. I have three seasons of content up there. Um, But this, I think I, I really enjoy just getting to talk with you like you're sitting across from me having a cup of coffee and I haven't planned it out entirely yet. Um, that being said, I'm going to have a topic for every episode and I would love to hear if you guys have topics that you would love for me to cover on this channel. So you can uh, DM me on Instagram at Dietitian Libby or on Facebook, same handle, and I'd love to hear that from you. Today I want to talk about eating disorders in the theater and body image in the theater. So this is something that is another passion of mine. As you know, if you followed me for any length of time, obviously I work with eating disorders, but my other passion is theater. I am an actor, dancer, singer myself. And I also know that the industry is, how to say this, very set in their ways. (laughs) Um, There's so much lacking diversity in theater, be it, you know, color or race or ethnicity, but also in terms of body size, shape, and ability. And so one of my very good friends now, the founder of the Broadway Body Positivity Project, Stephanie Lexis, and I have uh, chatted about this a lot and especially recently, and she's got her own podcast coming out, um, be the It's either Broadway BOPO or Broadway Body Positivity Project, so be keeping your eyes out for that as well. But just from some conversations we've been having recently, I felt it was really on my heart to be talking about this today. And the fact that there is so many standards in theater that I think the average consumer wouldn't think about unless you point it out to them. And then you look at it and go, oh my gosh, yes. The fact that the romantic leads are always societally acceptable in terms of having, you know, slender, normal sized bodies, very fit. Uh, If we want to get into the more technicality, the lead roles for women are generally soprano and for men tenor, which leaves out a lot of different vocal ranges. Um, Very rarely do we see a truly disabled person on stage. Um, But there's a lot of able bodied actors that, you know, play parts in wheelchairs and things like that. And there's a lot that we can change in there. But I really want to focus on the eating disorders and body image in theater, because of course that hits closest to home and with what I work with um, and many clients that I've had that have struggled with having directors, casting agents, and what I think is most horrible is teachers and instructors tell them they either need to lose weight or they'll never make it in this industry because of their body. And that's just wrong. There are so many people I've talked to that have given up on their dream of going for theater or film or dance or things like that because they had 
someone who is in a place of mentorship, whether an actual college professor or similar, that had told them, you're never going to make it. Give up on your dreams. Your body's not right. You're never going to fit into the mold. That's just so wrong. Who are you to say what is going to be needed in this world, needed in our realm of entertainment. And I I feel like even if you're not in this world, I know many of my listeners are not necessarily theater actor people, but we all consume entertainment. So if you watch a movie, if you go to a play, if you uh, like comedy, if you're watching YouTube videos, you know, whatever, if you're consuming entertainment, artists are putting that together. And who's to say that this person's unique talents and voice are not needed in this world? That should not be coming from an instructor who is there to teach and inspire people. So I I just went off on a little bit of a tangent and a rant there. But I, I see that these comments, well, the person might be thinking, well, I'm saving them a lot of time or I'm telling them something that's going to maybe help them in the industry. Like, hey, if you lose some weight, you're going to get more parts or whatever. What they're doing is really solidifying that, you know, being in a larger body or whatever is bad. And for many people that are, you know, in this field, especially actors and dancers, but I would, you know, gather all across a lot of other professions, especially in this performing arts world, they are developing eating disorders based on, oh, if I don't lose weight, I'm going to be cut from this program. I'm not going to be cast in this production, this dance. I can't fit into the costumes, whatever. And what starts out as a, you know, maybe health kick, or I just need to lose a couple pounds to fit into the costume, keeps snowballing and turns into a true eating disorder that is an illness, a mental health illness that is so much harder to stop and is so dangerous for the body, all because the industry is not accepting them as they are. And that's just really hurtful, not only to the individuals, but to me and the fact that something I love so much is continuing to perpetuate this stereotype that we need to fit a certain mold to fit in this world. And I I say this from a place of great privilege, right? I I acknowledge my privilege as a cis, white, hetero female in a societally acceptable body. And I am a soprano, right? So if I can be saying this when I could be the person that's, you know, theoretically landing some of these roles, that goes to say something. I'm not standing here as some, you know, bitter marginalized person. The fact that I can say this with my privilege really shows, I think, that the industry needs to change. And I hope that we're hearing from more voices of people that are not like me, because that's who we really need to be hearing from, Um, especially in this time. Black Lives Matter, although it was a big movement in the last year, Black Lives have always mattered. You know, people of all different races and walks of life have always mattered. And... I hope that we can keep moving forward in this trend of ending 
racism, sexism, everyism, <laughs> and um, really finding a world where everyone's unique look and ability and voice is acknowledged and celebrated. And that starts with you. Can you acknowledge and celebrate yourself? Because you are bringing a unique voice, look, perspective into the world. And I know that many of you listening to this podcast don't think as highly of yourself as you probably should. And I hate using the word should, but in this case, I think it fits. You're awesome. You're listening to this podcast. I know you're awesome. (laughs) And I want you to start owning that. Because when we're ashamed of ourselves, that's what allows all of this to grow and fester and turn into things like eating disorders. We really ruminate on them in a a self-critical manner and we start to believe all these negative things. And that makes it really hard for us to speak up. So today I want you to look at who are you? How are you unique in this world? What do you have to share and offer? And don't shy away from it. Write it down. Share it with somebody. Even if you're not in the entertainment industry, I know I started on that trend, but this is for everyone. We all have something unique to share. And the world needs more of what you love put out there. So I know today's episode is a little different than what you were probably expecting, but it was really just what was on my mind this week. And there will be a lot more in the future on eating disorders and health in the arts. Um, This is a a big sub-niche of mine. If you didn't know, besides being a performer myself, I write for um, Backstage Magazine online. I have an online course called Whole Health for Performers that hopefully, knock on wood, will be coming to a university near you in the near future. We've got some projects in the works that I can't say too much about yet. And I work with performers one-on-one. I am very close with a couple of different dance and theater um, boards. I was on the founding board for Dancing with Ed, a nonprofit that is bridging the gap between the dance community and the eating disorder community. I and the resident dietitian for the Broadway Body Positivity Project, which I mentioned, and we were out at BroadwayCon this last January, back off when we could actually be around people and enjoying things around all my theater nerds. And it was so cool having people come up to me and say, I've never heard of anyone doing this before. I've never heard of a dietitian, especially a body positive dietitian in the theater world trying to make change And that was so cool. And I'm really hoping that I can continue that trend. And I feel like there's so many other ways that I am involved in these worlds besides, again, being a performer and dancer myself. Um, But I really just wanted to share this with you today and let you know that you matter. And that's all I have to say for today. So thank you so much for hanging in there with me. And I will see you next week. Want more? Please find me on social media at Dietitian Libby. Check out my book, Permission to Eat, on Amazon or wherever you buy books online. Or go way deeper with accountability in my monthly membership support group, Permission to Eat with Confidence. I'd love to have you join our amazing group of people helping lift each other up and create big wins in their recovery journey. 
You can learn about all of these on my website, notyouraveragenutritionist.com. Oh, and one last thing. If you love this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and let me know what you specifically love so that I can build on that. Those five-star reviews help it come up in recommended shows so that others can find it and get just as much out of it as you do. If this episode really spoke to you, please take a screenshot and share on social media. Thanks so much.